0: Exploring Chiropractic, episode 51 Destination DC with Brooks Cadenhead. Welcome back to another episode of Exploring Chiropractic. I'm Dr. Nathan Cashin. On this podcast, we usually talk with chiropractic students or doctors who've already graduated. This time we're going way back to undergraduate to speak with a young lady who goes by Destination DC on Instagram. Brooks Cadenhead is a junior in her undergraduate program at Texas A&M University, and we talk about why she's already creating her personal brand on social media, how she learns about chiropractic and educates about chiropractic even though she hasn't even begun her chiropractic program it's a really interesting discussion about uh, the journey of a pre-chiropractic student how to choose a school and what things you may want to start thinking about now to make sure that you can succeed in three to five years in practice i hope you enjoy this interview with destination dc So let's learn a little bit about you and uh, why you're so into chiropractic when you're not even a chiropractor. (laughs) Where are you from?
1: So I'm from Brazoria, Texas, a very, very small town south of Houston. Um, But right now I live in College Station because I'm a junior kinesiology major at Texas A&M University.
0: Sweet. Mm -hmm. I hear Texas A&M is a good school. Um, So before we get to to college and, and getting into chiropractic, when you were a little girl, what did you want to be when you grew up?
1: So I actually wanted to be a pediatrician. Mm-hmm. Um, I always saw myself going into the medical field um, of some sort. I did not grow up going to a chiropractor until I saw a chiropractor for the first time, my freshman year of college. So to me being a doctor, you know my who I looked up to was a pediatrician.
0: So what what brought you to the chiropractor that freshman year?
1: Yeah, so I was actually in May's Business School, my freshman year. And I was planning on going into the corporate world, um, being, I was a marketing major or planning on being one. And my mom called me and said that she hurt her back and she started going to a chiropractor recommended by a friend. And that the more she was learning about it, the more she was learning that, you know, it's not just about taking care of injuries, it's also preventative. And so she wanted to have me go and um, start seeing the doctors there. And so she had me an appointment ready for spring break. So when I got home from spring break, I went to the chiropractor, saw Dr. Hernandez and timing just worked out. I was kind of second guessing my career path choice at that point. So I was already planning on talking to her about possibly changing majors or other career paths. I wasn't sure about, and I'd been praying about it all of that semester and both of the doctors at Coburn Chiropractic, which is where we went we're Aggies. So we hit it off really, really well. And I basically just started asking Dr. Hernandez, who was my chiropractor at the time, questions about how she got into what she was doing. And she wanted to see me again that next week. And so in between those two appointments, me and my mom talked about it. And my mom said, you know, actually, every time I go in and see Dr. Coburn, because she saw the other doctor, the owner of the office, um, I see you, in this field for some reason. Uh And so it was kind of interesting. So the more I learned about it, the more I became interested. And I basically ended up reaching out to Dr. Copern and asking if I could shadow. And they offered me a part-time job to work that summer. And that's how I fell in love with it.
0: Cool, Mm -hmm. Very cool. Yeah. So that experience was good working in that clinic. Yes. to, uh, To make you want to choose that career path right then and there.
1: For sure. Yeah. So he actually allowed me to shadow every single person in the office, including the doctors, of course. So Um, I got to work the front desk position mostly, and so I was making phone calls, interacting with patients, scheduling appointments, um, learning about the whole insurance process, Mm. which is crazy, and um, I also got to shadow the CAs as well and the exercise therapists, and so it was really, really awesome to get to see everybody's perspective and see how everything worked together as a whole to make the whole clinic work.
0: Yeah. That's going to give you a huge advantage. Um, I mean, I still don't understand insurance. I'm not, I'm not billing insurance. Uh, right. I, I didn't, you know, I'm stay at home dad now, but when I was practicing, I didn't mm-hmm. bill insurance. I was doing locum. So coverage, covering for gotcha. other doctors and they already had their billers. So, Gotcha. And I just don't like playing that game. <laughs> so, yeah. but that you have an early exposure to it, um, that's going to be great to, to get mm-hmm. a leg up. Um, now, so you've, you you were already in college. Yes. Uh, how, how big of a decision was it for you then to change your major? You're right. no longer a business major. Right. Uh-huh.
1: Yeah, so um, I was in the business school, like I said. I think the hardest part was leaving the business school. Um, Mays has an incredible reputation, and going into it, I was super excited about graduating with a business degree. Um, And so leaving that was the hardest part. But Mm -hmm. luckily, we have a great kinesiology program here at A&M. And so I have loved my classes that I'm in. My roommate is actually a kinesiology major as well. So we get to take a lot of the same classes together. It makes it that much more enjoyable. Um, But yeah, I feel like I'm really growing towards learning about the field that I'm actually going to go into. Whereas with the business degree, I wasn't quite doing that as much, even though one day, hopefully, I will have a business in chiropractic. Right, right. Um, I definitely think the kinesis degree is going to prepare me for chiropractic school specifically. Okay. So the transition was was pretty smooth.
0: Yeah, I was kind of wondering about that because mm-hmm. the biggest challenge most doctors face is th- they didn't learn anything about business. More and right. more chiropractic schools are, are doing a better job about teaching the business side of things, but I still don't think there's any school that's doing a great job. And right. I know of a, a few doctors who did a business degree. Actually, I think one had an MBA before doing chiropractic. Mm-hmm. And y- you know That's it's funny. huge. It's huge. But yeah. um I all at the same time, you know, when I started school and I had a few classmates who had never taken anatomy before. It oh, just wow. blew me away. I was like, How how can you be here? But they did <laughs> they did fine, right? So they mm-hmm. didn't they didn't fail out of classes of anatomy or anything. They, they kept pace. I just think it's a huge challenge to do that. So, yes. So interesting. Um, I mean, what was it about visiting the chiropractor for the first time Mm -hmm. and, and then working in the clinic that, that really was enough to make you change Mm -hmm. your career path? And, yeah, and, not, totally. and not just say, okay, I really, I actually really like healthcare. Why don't I do something healthcare rather mm-hmm. than business? What was it that really made you pick chiropractic?
1: Yeah. So chiropractic to me, what intrigued me most about it was that it was a holistic way to include everybody from newborns to seniors, um, in a holistic way. Like I said, um, I was really, really interested by the non-invasive approach and specifically in that clinic, I, he, he, um, sees a lot of families. And that was really interesting to me. Like I said, because I wanted to be a pediatrician. So I'm definitely interested in helping kids. And so seeing whole families come in it was just really incredible to me. And, um, after shadowing the doctors and hearing about not only does chiropractic prevent certain things, but just the amazing things that it can actually treat that you wouldn't normally think about, um, was, also really interesting to me, just all of it was this, I was experiencing this for the first time, um, because the time in between when I first went to the chiropractor and the intern, that summer internship was pretty quick. So just I was, I felt like I was getting immersed in this whole new world that I had never I'm um, been a part of because, like I said, I grew up not going to a chiropractor, mm-hmm. so definitely just the holistic approach was very, very interesting to me
0: cool uh, one of the amazing things about chiropractors is that there's uh, chiropractic is there's so much that you can do right? mm-hmm. so many specialties, um, so many ways of practicing uh, and it it's one of, it's also one of the downfalls right <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah but but no matter what your passion is, you can find a place for it in chiropractic. Definitely. Um, so that's very cool. Well, we connected on Instagram because you have an amazing Instagram account that kind of documents you. your journey through undergrad to become, uh, a chiropractor. I love, I love your handle as well. Destination DC. <laughs> you know, future DC is so many people already use that. Mm-hmm. Um, and a good friend of mine, uh, Brendan McCann, who's now practicing had, uh, hands in training, which was also.
1: Oh. Oh, that's creative. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: But Destination DC is really cool.
1: Thank so, you. So, what's
0: what started the Instagram
1: <laughs> account and all of that? Yeah. So, um, I started, well, let me start from the beginning. So, I basically was following all of these pre PA, pre med, pre DO, pre OD, pre dental students that were pl- supplying such wonderful information for other Mm -hmm. pre-insert the word students and although that was interesting i didn't want to go that route so i started looking for pre-chiropractic student accounts and i couldn't find any i could find some that were already in chiropractic school which Mm -hmm. we'll talk about later but i couldn't find any that really showed the process from undergrad to chiropractic school what the application process was like how you decide on the school what chiropractic is. And I'm also the president of the Texas AM Chiropractic Society. And so I get to interact a lot with the schools now. And I get to talk to a lot of different students who ask me those questions. Mm-hmm. And so I started to just really see an opportunity there. And so I went after it. And I, um, my sister actually has a blog. And it's more fashion and lifestyle. And so I really got a lot of great tips for her, which we can go into in a little bit. But, um, yeah, so I just really saw an opportunity um, where I could educate the public and also show students that this is an opportunity, a career path opportunity for them.
0: That's awesome. I mean, that's that's a big passion of mine because mm-hmm. uh, I, I was the same. I was an undergrad. Uh, I became the president of the chiropractic club on campus. Hey. Right. And. Mm-hmm. Interacted, yeah, with all the representatives from Palmer, from Parker, from Texas, from, I actually did. (laughs) I've been thinking about releasing this on the podcast, but it's like 10 years old. But what (laughs) we had a career fair where, you know, reps would come from all this, all the colleges. Mm -hmm. And I think we had six or seven. There was Logan, there was Palmer, there's Western States and a few others. And I got them all in the same room and we did this wow. almost, it turned into a debate. It wasn't meant to be a debate, right? <laughs> right. But um, I've always had this interest in comparing and contrasting. Mm-hmm. Right? I, th- I don't think you get a clear picture of each school or, or whatever we're talking about. If you don't compare and yeah. contrast and you'll, you'll f- figure this out in radiology, right? When you get to radiology, Okay. if you don't compare and contrast, Different lesions, you're not really mm-hmm. going to have a full understanding. I think I'll do a video on this soon, but, but should, uh, yeah. So we did this this panel, and it's really turned into <laughs> a debate. Um, but it was amazing, and I was like, "This, there's no great resource for people who are thinking about chiropractic school." Yeah. On what are the prerequisites? What are the paths? Mm-hmm. What are the majors?
1: Right? Yeah, exactly.
0: I I started my undergraduate as a biochem major because okay, I had no idea what I had to do. You know, yeah. and then realized that's way, that's <laughs> not my strength. So I went to IT. And then wow. I thought, yeah, cause I was like, I'm going to have to manage the computers in my future office anyways. And I yeah. enjoy technology, obviously. Yeah. So. Um, but then I didn't like programming and so and I thought I was not doing well, but when I look at my transcripts, it was all A's and B's for IT. So I was like, why didn't I stay? Anyway, then I did yeah. exercise science, which is basically the same as kinesiology. Right. What I'm trying to say is I, I'm, i love what you're doing <laughs> and you're doing a much better job than I did. Um,
1: oh, thank you. Thank so, you.
0: um, so what's the content that you put, you put out there? Yeah. I mean, I, I've kind of been following you for a while now and I see a mm-hmm. lot of, a lot of uh behind the scenes kind of studying in coffee shops. And, yes. But you're also talking about like chiropractic
1: mm-hmm. stuff.
0: So what do you talk about and how do you learn it all?
1: Yeah, so that's a great question. Um so like I said, my goals, my vision for this account was not only to help prepare pre-chiropractic students, but it was also just to educate the public on what chiropractic mm-hmm. is, to take what I was learning from other doctors shadowing and to Educate, to share that knowledge that I was learning. Um, like I said in the podcast, you know, I didn't grow up in this world. And so, everything to me, I'm just trying to soak up and um, release that to other people and let them, you know, experience it as well. Um, even if they aren't interested necessarily in becoming a chiropractor, um, I still want people to understand the power of chiropractic because it's powerful and it's affected me. And to me, it's wellness. And I've shared that on on the account before, and I just want other people to be able to experience Optimal mo- Wellness as well. And I think they can achieve that through chiropractic.
0: That's awesome. I mean, Thank you're yeah. doing a better job than most chiropractors, right? <laughs> this is in
1: no, oh man, this, this is a
0: really good account. You're you're going to share a few later on. Um, yes, but so many chiropractors don't uh, really understand how to educate using mm-hmm. social media, and I'm trying to figure it out as well um, mm-hmm. you know, in my local community. Um, so, so I think it's great. Um, one thing I always struggle with is this idea Mm -hmm. of uh, imposter syndrome. Have you ever heard of that? Yes. Yeah. And I'm curious if you've experienced that. I mean, because you're not a chiropractor, how dare you talk about chiropractic? Have you you (laughs) dealt with that? Have you gotten any negative feedback and how do you approach that?
1: Yeah. So I haven't yet. Good. I am sure I will. Honestly, I'm, I'm expecting it. Um, but I try to be very transparent with my followers and just let them know I am not a doctor. Uh-huh. And one thing I wanted to add previously that I forgot, so I'm glad you asked this question, is that all of my posts, especially the ones that have anything to do with the human body and really anything that is super chiropractic related, I always get them read over by my mentor. Well, and who's a doctor. Okay. Yeah. So that's something that I will share um, later on too, is that um, finding somebody who is brave enough and that you feel comfortable enough with to give you feedback on your posts and on um, things that you write up to share with the public, especially when they're educational, um, get that read over by somebody, get that edited. Um, and I'm super grateful to have my mentors who, you know, will tell me, Hey, that didn't come off quite right or hey you can't technically use that verbiage or whatever it may be um it's you know like i said i'm trying to learn through this process as well i don't claim to be an expert and um so yeah i i really try to to do my research for sure and most of my posts especially when i have quotes in them or any type of facts i always try to link whatever research i found that from because i think that's crucial i'm really interested in research Mm -hmm. and when posts other posts don't have a research link i'm kind of curious as to where they got that information. Right. So I always want to make sure that for those skeptical people, because they're out there, chiropractic is not widely accepted by every single person. We know this. For those skeptical people, I want them to be able to go find that research for themselves and do their own research as well, which is another thing I encourage my followers to do is really do your own research. Ask those hard questions. If, and I get questions sometimes that I can't answer. So I try to direct them to somebody who can. Good. Good.
0: That's amazing. That's so good. Um, I was just uh, kind of going through my mind today, like mm-hmm. a, a local person I ran into who had been to a chiropractor,
1: mm-hmm. and,
0: and this guy did a, I guess he does a PowerPoint presentation to all his new oh. patients. Oh, okay. And, and this patient was saying, yeah, I didn't go back to him because none of his slides had references. <laughs> and I was like, wow. Dance. Because so many people will tell you, especially, You know, chiropractors, Mm -hmm. chiropractic guru, like business coach type people. Mm -hmm. Patients don't care about the research. They just want to know if you can get them better. And Mm. there's truth to that to a large Mm -hmm. degree. But I'm a patient. I want to know the the research. I want to know what do you have to back up this claim. And I'm finding more and more that there are people out there. There's plenty of people out there that want to know. Mm -hmm. You know, they maybe don't want you to print out a peer-reviewed article and make yeah. read it. But they want to know, okay, how, where do you get that information from? Yes. So, yes. So I think that's awesome that you're going down that, going down that road and sharing, um, and giving, um, giving the tools to other people to learn more.
1: Mm-hmm. Exactly. I really always encourage, especially the members of the society, but even just my followers, like I said, especially if you're pre chiropractic, if you're going to go that route, or even if you're a chiropractic student right now, or even a doctor, um, just to do your research, because like you said, there are plenty of people out there who do want to know that, you know, they're going to have those tougher questions that you want to be able to back up with hard facts.
0: That's great. So who are your chiropractic inspirations? Mm-hmm. Are there any, yeah. um, doctors that you really look up to that you kind of want to model yourself after in the future?
1: hmm. Yeah, so my biggest mentor is Dr. Billy Bob Coburn out of Coburn Chiropractic in Lake Jackson. Um, He is actually the—that's the office that I worked for this that summer. And yeah, so he runs a family clinic. Um, He sees all sorts of cases. He's huge on patient education, so (laughs) that's probably where I get Mm -hmm. most of my um, passion for that. Uh, But the biggest thing that I admire about him is he's passionate, and I just love that. And I'll talk about this, I guess now. But, you know, one of the biggest um, ways for me to kind of remember my why is to shadow. And I love getting to go back home and shadow him because he reminds me of why I'm doing this, why I'm spending hours on and studying, because he's so passionate about it. And he's not afraid to tell people about that. But another mentor of mine um, would be Dr. Hernandez, who was technically my first chiropractor before him. Mm-hmm. Um and so she was the one who um, really got me into this and really took time um, out of her busy day meeting me on her lunch breaks when I would come home from college station to invest time in me to talk about you Know the process of school and what her experiences at school and things like that. And she and her husband actually have a, a practice in Kyle, Texas. Um, and so I don't get to see her as often, but we still text and keep in touch and whatnot. That's cool. So, yeah, those two for sure.
0: That's great. Yeah, I love mm-hmm. what you mentioned about starting with why. Obviously, that was one of the books I recommend for pre chiropractic students. Yeah. Um, and you know, as I was preparing to go into chiropractic school and shadowing doctors. Mm-hmm. And then even when I was in school and some chiropractors would come and present one thing I would hear now and then is, you know, you, you get into chiropractic school thinking, you know what you want to do yes. and you say, just stay open because your opinion's going to change.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And again, there's some truth. I mean, you're going to learn so much. You're going to be exposed to new techniques. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it's so important to remember why you wanted to get into it in the first place, and if yeah. that is that you know your first chiropractor that you went to, um, mm-hmm. who had a particular practice style, um, hang on to that while you're in school. Like don't
1: yeah don't go of
0: that. Learn other things, but but don't um eh, yeah just don't let it go. Because oftentimes what happens, and, and mm-hmm. this happened to me, is you there may be a particular technique that you were exposed to. And it was so cool, so amazing. And so you decided, I want to do this. And then mm-hmm. as you're going through school and you're learning more about the research,
1: mm-hmm.
0: you're going to realize that technique doesn't have <laughs> much backing it up. Yeah. Um, but you know, that doesn't mean you got to let it all go and just, right. you know, so I, I think that's great that you've got those mentors and those inspirations to, to kind of keep coming back to and keep reminding you, um, why you, why you want to do this definitely now as you've so as you you share a lot about um, getting into her chiropractic school and mm-hmm. and all of this what are what are some of the biggest obstacles you've come into as you prepare to apply and and pick a school
1: yeah so um I get asked this a lot, like I said, by the members. And the biggest thing that I always try to tell them, the biggest obstacle that we all seem to have faced at that point in time is, which school do I go to, Mm -hmm. right? You know, how do I figure that out? They're all, you know, so different. And so the biggest piece of advice, I would say, how I overcame that obstacle was going to visit those schools. And if not going to visit those schools, getting in contact with those advisors, because those admissions counselors are experts on their schools. They're experts on the culture of those schools, what they teach, what they don't teach. They're the ones you want to ask those hard questions to. So when you find yourself in that obstacle trying to figure out which chiropractic school to go to, when you're hearing go here, don't go here reach out to those admissions counselors. And that's what I always try to do is just send them an email and say, Hey, here's so-and-so, you know, they're interested. Can you help them out? And they're always so willing. So don't be afraid to ask them those really, really hard questions. Um, and then
0: salt, I'll just add, because okay, they, are, yeah. they are sales reps.
1: <laughs> and, oh, totally. Right? totally. And so they're
0: going to talk about all yes. the great things about their school. And, and again, exactly. this is why I think comparing and contrasting is so important. Um, yes. Um, you know, so find... I would just, say I'd find alumni that have been there and, and liked yes. it and didn't like it. Right.
1: Exactly. Okay. That was my next thing is, okay. you know, get connected with those admissions counselors and compare and contrast, you know, don't just go to one cause yeah, they'll sell you, you know, they where, will, yeah. because they're promoting their school. Right. So get in, um, into touch with all of them so you can see, okay, you know, get a feel for all of them, but also talk to doctors who are Hiring or will be hiring, talk to those mentors that you have that you want to go work for and ask them, Hey, what kind of doctor are you looking to hire? Uh And then compare what those, what those schools are training those doctors to be, which leads into the alumni. So go look at those alumni and um, also, you know, really try to find out, does that school have a strong alumni program? Because if they do, that's probably pretty telling Mm -hmm. of the school, you know, if students are willing to invest back and come back, but if they don't, you know, that that's also kind of telling, maybe not in the most positive way. So not only talk to the schools, but talk to the alumni and talk to the doctors that you would want to work for and see what they're looking for as well.
0: Any other challenges you've come across?
1: Um, I mean, I think sometimes it can be really difficult to figure out all of the details as far as when to apply. And because a lot of schools are on different systems, whether it's quarters or tries. And so I think, and I don't know the answer to this. This is the hard part other than just reaching out and asking and asking them, you know, directly, you know, when do I apply and stuff. But I think sometimes a lot of students can't find that information almost, even though it's sometimes on their website, it might be not as clear. And I found myself struggling with that on certain websites. I didn't, it it just wasn't as clear to me as I was hoping it would be. So I had to reach out and ask, you know, Hey, okay, if I'm graduating here, would I, you know, when do I apply? That's another huge question because so many chiropractic schools are just apply anytime, apply anytime. But I'm the kind of person who I want to know. I want structure. I want to know I need to apply here. I and, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So um, I, I just get questions all the time from other students that are like, okay, well, like, when do I apply? Because it's not super clear on the website. So I think if schools could be a little more direct when they're marketing to the students and marketing to the schools, you know, oh, you're going to graduate here, you know, at this time, well, with our quarter system or with our tri system, you'd need to apply by here. But that also, Kind of ties into some, most of the schools are pretty lenient with when you can apply.
0: I think he he found (laughs) the secret, right? Most of these schools, most chiropractic schools are just Mm -hmm. dying to get any students to come in. That's why the prereqs are quite low, right? Mm -hmm. Great average in the science. Yeah. um, um, And then also, you'll find that they will waive the application fee. Yeah. If you just ask them, that's probably <laughs> yes. work, right. Um, they want you to come and visit and then if mm-hmm. you apply, they'll waive the fee, all these things. Um, yeah. are yeah. Just hungry to get more students. That's yeah. That's, it yeah. is a business. I mean, I don't want to be cynical, mm-hmm. but it is. Um, mm-hmm. but that's, I think that's so important. And I, you know, I've been thinking about like writing an ebook for pre-chiropractic students on like all the yeah. steps you need to take. Um, yeah. At this point you might be a better person to do that, but, uh, <laughs>
1: We'll work together on it. (laughs) Sure.
0: yeah, We could could collab on that. Um, So which schools have you visited?
1: Yeah. So I have visited Parker University Mm -hmm. and Texas Chiropractic College. Mm -hmm. And actually, um, Parker's having their Parker Power Weekend, or one of them, this weekend. And so the society and I are going to go up on tomorrow morning, actually. So that'll be fun. And then in the fall, we're going to go visit Life as a society. Mm -hmm. So those are the three schools that the chiropractic society mainly works with. Um, those are the schools I think who recruit the hardest for Texas. At least that's what sure, yeah. it seemed like. Um, we've gotten a lot more, um, just response from those schools coming to Texas and whatnot. So those two schools I visited and then planning to visit life in the fall.
0: Cool. So have you picked one yet or are you still, um,
1: no, I'm still open. Um, I, I definitely want to be as well rounded of a doctor as I can. So I'm just keeping my mind open. Um, even though I do have somewhat of an idea of, you know, the type of doctor I want to become, I'm mm-hmm. just trying to be a sponge and learn as much as I can.
0: Good. Yeah. Schools are also changing all the time. Parker, especially mm-hmm. recently, has had a lot of changes.
1: Yes. Yeah. Um. I haven't, you know, I haven't
0: been following much on Texas Chiropractic College. Mm hmm. Um, Unfortunately, you know, the original goal before I even did a podcast was I wanted to do video. I wanted to go to each school, yes. show the campus, do a tour and talk with a few students. I mm-hmm. have the money for that. So podcast is easy. Yeah. <laughs> but with podcasts, I've been able to do students in different countries. Mm-hmm. Um, have you considered going to another like CMCC up in Canada's you know, great school, probably going to get into, I just did a podcast that will come out next week with, mm-hmm. um, a new school in, uh, Puerto Rico. So the first chiropractic oh, really? school oh. in the Caribbean, which wow. Puerto Rico is a territory. So you, as a U.S. citizen, mm-hmm. you can go and,
1: mm-hmm. so have you, th- have yeah. you thought about
0: going international?
1: You know I haven't, but that is something that really interests me is learning more about those schools a few of the instagram followers that or the instagram accounts that I'll mention later I believe they graduated from c m c c and across across other um other schools as well but no i'm I haven't even thought about it honestly
0: okay yeah it's mm-hmm. it's not as common um as with other degrees right there's no mm-hmm. um uh, foreign exchange or, or study abroad type thing. Um, yeah. But it's an option. There, so early on, yeah. maybe episode, I want to say episode four, so I interviewed um, Brian Lanou, who's now uh, practicing up in Vancouver, and he went to New oh. Zealand College of Chiropractic. So ah. we talked about on the podcast what that was like. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so it's it's an option out there. It's not very common. I was yes. curious if you, if you had thought about it. Um, yeah. What would maybe the top two or three criteria mm-hmm for picking a school be in your opinion?
1: Mm -hmm. Okay. So number one, I would say, uh, that alumni program, that's one of them. Um, you know, really figuring out do alumni do people who have graduated from the school support other people going to the school or do they not? Um, so definitely ask about the alumni program. Um, I would also ask about different passing rates as far as boards mm-hmm. go. Um, that's something that I want to get better at asking. My mentor, Dr. Coburn, told me, you know, the next time you go and talk to these schools, ask them, you know, see if they know right off the top of their heads, you know, and, mm-hmm. and just really ask them because that's important. You want to be prepared for boards, obviously. Um, and then I would also just say the culture and the best way to do that is what we've talked about, you know, going to visit. Yeah. Talking to alumni, talking to people who've graduated from that school, getting their opinions, um, and just kind of figuring out where you're at on that philosophical versus, you know, um, evidence based scale almost. Um, that's a, that's a big question that I get from a lot of, a lot of students is, you know, well, this school's on this end and this school's on this end. And, you know, so you've just got to figure out, I think, what you believe about chiropractic and see where that matches up with which school.
0: I think that's awesome that, again, one of the big goals of the podcast was to touch on that philosophy versus, mm-hmm. you know, evidence-based or have, yes. I, I think one of the recent analogies I heard was, uh, the two ends of the barbell. <laughs> Which I think is so accurate because they're so heavily weighted on either Mm -hmm. side. Like you've got Sherman, you've got Life West and Life U. And then on the Mm -hmm. other side, we've got CMCC and Mm -hmm. Western States and Northwest, right? And not much in between. There's a few. Um, yeah, yeah, but I think I'm glad you mentioned that. And I'm glad that you didn't say location because it, while location <laughs> is certainly a criteria, right? Yeah. You, got, you want to stay close to family, but it should never be the sole criteria or even number one. And that's what I think. I mean, yeah. Get out of town for three years. Mm-hmm. Come on, Experience. The yeah.
1: World. That's, I great. mean, you're going to be, you're going to be taking out tons of loans anyway, so you might as well go experience something new, right? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm curious what thoughts you have about the whole student loan yeah. aspect of it because that's that's a big thing that I certainly didn't fully appreciate it before mm-hmm. I started school. Have you looked yeah. into that, and, and do you have any plans?
1: Yeah. So um, I think once you figure out that number, you know that 150 to 200 thousand dollar number, um, we'll just say it. You know, um, it can be very intimidating. We all. I, I don't think anybody is like, oh, yeah, you know, that makes me even more excited about going, you know, um, it can be very intimidating. But personally, I am just so passionate about chiropractic um, and, and something else that I think is important for students to do is to shadow doctors who are also passionate about the field um, so that you can see their successes and see that it is possible to be a successful chiropractor. Um, I think sometimes, you know, we can either get around certain people, whether they're chiropractors or not, who can talk down about the profession and um, or talk down about where it's headed. But look how far we've come, you know. So I think it's important to just surround yourself with people who are passionate about it and who are successful in her moving forward and growing in the profession so that you can see visually, OK, this is a possibility for me to be able to make the money mm-hmm. to pay off the loans.
0: Right. That's awesome. Um, yeah, two great resources earlier. I think it was episode seven I interviewed Dr. Lauren mm-hmm. Cook, who paid off yes. her student loans in, I think it was two years flat. Wow. And so she wrote an ebook on how she did that. Um,
1: I'll be reading that. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and listen to that interview. You can find uh, yes. more interviews with her. And then recently, um, another podcast, Cairo Business Mojo, Yes, who I've been. We're trying to find a time to get um, together and have them on the podcast. But they uh, uh, Haley, the um, the wife in the parrot, mm-hmm. husband, wife, chiropractic couple just put out a free ebook on how she minimized her student loans. Awesome. And So I'll uh, I'll throw a link to that in the show notes.
1: Yeah, please
0: do. Yeah, for students to take a look at because it, man, it it sneaks up on you like just little things of having a coffee a couple times a day at the student yeah. cafe, which is like four or five dollars. <laughs> You've got to be kidding me. It's I know. Worse than Starbucks, um, you know, and then going out and having a few beers on the weekend, like yeah. just those little things really add up, especially when you take into account the compound interest over yes. twenty years. Uh, loan mm-hmm. it's it's crazy I mean yeah. when I really started to uh, have some heart palpation palpitations um, was kind of in my last few quarters when mm-hmm. the federal loan servicing company uh,
1: mm-hmm.
0: send you an email about once a quarter and say by the way you're accruing forty dollars a day in interest <laughs> Oh
1: my goodness oh man so, That's encouraging. something to be aware of
0: Okay. Let's get off. Let's get off. the. (laughs) the um, so, so again, you're doing a great job on social media, on Instagram. What are a few tips that you have for students, whether they're Mm -hmm. in chiropractic school or even, you know, doctors who may not know how to use social media? Well,
1: yeah. Yeah. So that's another great question. Um, my biggest piece of advice, especially if you're looking to, um, kind of venture out into creating a new platform, because I have my personal account and then this is my separate account. Oh, like um, yeah. yeah. So um, especially if you're looking to do something like that, the biggest piece of advice that my sister gave me um, was plan. Plan your posts ahead. Figure mm-hmm. out what your vision is for the account Think about how you want your posts to sound, how your posts want to look, really figure out the goals of your account. So that way you're just more prepared in general. So, you know, to me, I was thinking, okay, so, you know, my first two posts are going to be this and this. And she was like, okay, so what are your posts going to be the month after that? And what about, you know, the month after that? You know, she was really pushing me to think outside, think in the future about what those posts are going to be, because it depends on what you want your your account to to do, what you how you how much how fast you want it to grow, and things like that. And personally, I try to post every single day. I miss a few weeks sometimes. I'll miss a day here and there, but um, for the most part, I post every day. So you know, as a student and I have a job now, it can be hard. So really taking finding the time to plan that out is crucial, depending on how fast you want you know your account to grow. Um, but as far as specific things, I personally love the, the app Canva. It's also a website. Canva is great for creating the content, um, like posts that I do that are really chiropractic focused. So they don't really have necessarily a picture associated with them. It's more words and backgrounds. That's great um, because you can really get creative and and really show off kind of what you had envisioned for your, your account that hopefully you thought of, you know, before you mm-hmm. created um, and then I edit my pictures with VSCO. So that's another great app. It's super easy if you're, yeah, If it, um, it has tons of free um, options on there and whatnot. So I really like that app. It's really simple. And you'll, you'll learn to kind of figure out what um, certain edits you want to make your pictures. So if you want your account to be, you know, a certain aesthetic, you can kind of play with that and kind of edit your pictures the same every time. But that, those are my those are my biggest pieces of advice is just really to um, plan ahead mm-hmm. and figure out what apps you like and what you don't like. And I mentioned this previously, but find a mentor or, or somebody who's willing to edit some of your posts for you.
0: I like that. It's all about mm-hmm. consistency, right? I'm, I'm learning <laughs> yes. that because I had a nice long hiatus with this <laughs> podcast. I'm like, if I wanted to grow, I've got to do every week. Um, <laughs> consistency with timing and posting, but also with um, – the the aesthetics right the, right. the way it looks mhm yeah, right cool. now why instagram just briefly i mean there's there's facebook there's instagram mm-hmm. there's snapchat there's tiktok there's youtube is now really more of a social platform
1: yes it really is um so personally instagram is just my favorite app because i'm a very visual person um i like um pictures and videos in high school i was on the yearbook um, committee. So I've, I've always enjoyed taking pictures and, and whatnot and capturing memories through picture form. And, um, yeah, I just thought Instagram, I was most familiar with it uh, from my personal account. It was the app that I spent the most time on mm-hmm. probably should have been studying a little more, but, um, I was just the most familiar with it and, um, thought that I could bring for my vision of, of this brand, if you want to call it, um, I thought that Instagram would have the best platform for me to build off of.
0: Very cool. I want to get to our tick pics. Yeah. Um, so let's these are these are recommendations for uh, chiropractic students or pre-chiropractic students on um, uh, you know something online to follow, a book to read, a video mm-hmm. to watch, technique to do. So, what have you got for us?
1: Yeah. So I kind of have a really general one, and then I have some specific Instagram accounts that I personally follow and love to follow. So the first general one is shadowing. The biggest thing I can encourage students to do, whether you're pre-graduate school or even if you're an engineering student, I mean, is to shadow those who you want to become and even maybe people you've never met before in the field, but just get out in the field and rem- let them remind you of why you're doing this, which we touched on before as well. Um, it can be really hard spending hours and hours a day studying, you know, one part of the body. <laughs> I'm sure you can uh, can relate to that. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, really finding the time to surround yourself with people who are going to remind you of that why and spark that joy is crucial. I'm super grateful because I just got a part-time job with cutting edge chiropractic. And so I now actually literally have, you know, time scheduled in to spark that joy. And I'm super excited about that and grateful for the opportunity to interact with patients and see patients get well. Because like I said, my why is wellness. And um I, I love seeing other people experience wellness through chiropractic adjustments as well. So that's, that's my first one. Okay. And, um, yeah, do it a lot and don't be afraid to get out there. A lot of students come to me and they're like, okay, well, where do I go? What, you know, what do I say? And, you know, you gotta, you gotta take accountability. You know, you need to take some responsibility and, and just call an office, walk into an office. I've never met a chiropractor that wasn't open to that. And that's what I love about the profession is that chiropractors seem to just be so willing to invest in students, especially pre-chiropractic students who are showing an interest at an early age. So don't like be intimidated. <laughs> <Chiropractors>, <laughs> right?
0: They like to show off.
1: Yeah. That's a great way um, to put it.
0: Yeah. I think it'd be really interesting if you, you know, mm-hmm. not now, but if you could put yeah. together kind of some tips on how to approach and then what you do okay. when like for me, it's yeah. awkward to just stand there in the corner for an okay. hour, however long. Um, yeah. but I would, yeah, I certainly echo that and, and shadow variety, right? Like yes. shadow a philosophy oriented doctor, shadow on the does sport, shadow on the does pregnancy, mm-hmm. shadow a PT, shadow, an yeah. lady, shadow a physiatrist or an osteopathic yes. doctor, you know, just get variety to, to really,
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, again. Comparing and dressed.
1: Yes, <laughs> Amen. Nice. I'm with you. Okay, you I'm got some ya.
0: social media accounts to, to share.
1: I do. So, kind of in regards to the same thing with shadowing, surrounding yourself with those people, you can also do that through social media platforms, especially if you're on Instagram a lot, like I am. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so, really immersing <laughs> immersing uh, yourself uh, in that language, especially if you know, I meet a lot of students. Who are PT, and then they're, but they're kind of interested in chiropractic, but it's, it's kind of this new language and new verbiage and whatnot. Um, and so, really following people who are constantly and consistently posting about those types of things, whether it's research or a day in the life. Or school, because some of these people are, you know, still in chiropractic school. You, mm-hmm. You're getting exposed to that new language, this new world, and that's only going to make you more educated and informed. So I'm going to share a few. Some of these are in chiropractic school. Some of these are chiropractors. So this is a wide range of men and women who are just doing a great job. Let me um, see if
0: I can share my screen so we can look at Yeah, just let's sec. do it. Let's see. Hey, here we go go ahead. All right. I think I've got it in the right order.
1: Okay. Awesome. So the first one I have is future Dr. Croft okay. future. Um, he is a pre or he's in chiropractic school and I love following him because he posts a lot of tips and tricks on, um, exercise related, um, therapies and whatnot. And you just get to kind of see, um, a chiropractic student really passionate about educating their patients already, their future patients already. And that's fun. Very cool. Southern Cairo at Southern underscore Cairo is, um, she's a chiropractor and I just really like her feed. I like the pictures she posts. She's really honest and I enjoy following her.
0: Very Instagrammy.
1: (laughs) Yes. And then at the chiropractic guru is so honest. She's also a chiropractor. I believe she practices in Canada. I could be wrong about that. Um, or no, she's in Texas now. I'm sorry. She's in Texas now, I believe. Um, but she is super fun. We've gotten to chat and get to know each other a little bit. And, um, I love the way she interacts with her followers. Cool. And then Dr. Lumbar Jack, <laughs> Lumbar. not lumber, Lumbar. <laughs> Dr. Lumbar Jack and Dr. McKenzie Goss are actually siblings and it's Dr. Lumbar Jack is actually, um, a recent Lifeview grad. So it's real. it'll be really interesting to follow along with him since graduating. Uh And then, yeah, sure. Um,
0: Okay. So they're, they're siblings.
1: Yes. And they, um, I believe are at the same practice. It's a family clinic, like their family, family's clinic, Uh um, Goss chiropractic, I believe. Okay. Yep. And then two more, Stephen Gage, Stephen Gage is a current student at Life University and he's, on fire for chiropractic. And so if I'm ever not in a clinic shadowing, I know where to go because he is always on fire for chiropractic, which is always fun to listen to.
0: And he's got a good YouTube channel where he, uh, again, like I kind of mentioned in my podcast a few episodes ago, documenting his experience going through the, uh, the program.
1: Yes. And then the last one is Dr. Jason, who also has a YouTube channel. And, um, he posts a lot of videos on his Instagram account, which is fun. He posts a lot about, um, him ad- actually adjusting, showing him adjusting patients, which I find really interesting and fun, fun to yeah, watch.
0: Yeah. So are you following, uh, just thinking of some other big, uh, mm-hmm. YouTubers, are you following, um, uh, uh Kairos or adjusting ninjas?
1: No, but I, I haven't gotten into the YouTube world of chiropractic yet and I am really, really wanting to. So I'll have to get some names from you. All
0: right. Well, just, yeah, just a few. I mean, there's obviously the ring dinger. Okay. Your Austin chiropractor. Um, there's adjusting ninjas or the Kairos training. I don't know what the YouTube channel Mm -hmm. is called. Um, there's a bunch of others. I'll throw some in the show notes. Yeah. Um, it's fun to watch adjusting videos. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. kind of follows especially.
1: Yeah, especially the whole, yeah,
0: especially you... ASMR trend, <laughs> which I talked about in my podcast coming out this Friday. So keep it sweet. On. For that, what were you going to exactly. say though? It's-
1: Just especially if you've never been to a chiropractor and you don't know what to expect. I had posted a, a time lapse video of me getting adjusted a, a few weeks ago, maybe last week, and um, I got a lot of feedback on. Thank you for posting this because I never knew what to expect going to a chiropractor, and now that makes me feel more comfortable to go. So, okay. yeah,
0: very cool. Um, I'll share a quick one too. Um, yeah, going to change what I was going to talk about based on some okay. things we've said. So. The spark type is something I came across. It's, you know, it's one of those personality tests. Um, You know, you've got the Myers-Briggs, you've got Enneagram Mm -hmm. is so big right now. And I tend to hate these. I really do because they're they're so misunderstood. Oftentimes, Mm -hmm. you know, you do the test and you're like, oh, that means I should be a fireman, right? Um, The spark type is a little bit different because, I mean, it's the same. It's the kind of test. You take, you know, these questions um but really the, the the goal is to discover what he what this guy Jonathan Fields calls the spark type, which is the essential nature of work that fills you with meaning and lets you feel expressed alive hmm. with purpose and absorbed in flow or sparked. You kind of mentioned sparking joy okay. and um so I did this, and I think there's like nine types or maybe ten or twelve I can't remember. They don't actually list all of them right up front. Um, hmm. So I got the maven with a okay. subtype of the scientist. So Ooh. the maven, you know, what, what fills you with um, or makes you feel fulfilled and and fully expressed is to learn. And so I thought this okay. might be interesting for you, too. Um, yeah. And it, even though I hate these types of personality tests, I took this one and I got that result. And I was like, whoa, wait, that's right. I just love to learn. Like sometimes I just want to be back in school. Um, okay. And, and then the scientists, of course, because I'm always looking at research. And um, But but basically what it shares is like this is what fulfills you, but it doesn't mean you have to do a certain thing. It just means whatever you do, whatever career you're already in or you're going in, um, focus on that aspect of
1: it to feel yeah. fulfilled.
0: And then oftentimes the subtype allows you, to, is the thing that allows you to make a living out of it.
1: Okay. Gotcha. Uh, yeah. So that's interesting. i would be
0: curious, um, I've been sharing this with other people to see, you know, what mm. they get. So I'd be curious what you get, but also any listeners go take a spark type. It takes like 10 minutes and then just comment, um, <laughs> what you got, like what your result was. Um, because it's, yeah, it's just really curious to me, like what people, come out as i've given it to a couple yeah. friends one friend who does music videos he makes music videos mm. he's a, f- a f- uh, filmmaker and storyteller and um yeah he got a creator and then yeah. his subtype was i think it was an advocate and the other thing that he did he started a nonprofit to tell stories of wow. refugees
1: wow
0: so it fits it fits right that's cool And it, and i like that it doesn't it's not prescriptive. It doesn't say, okay. Yeah. Yes. Um,
1: I'll try it. I'm going to give it a try.
0: Cool. Yeah. Tell me what you get. It'd be kind sure. of fun to see. So Brooks, thank you so much at destination. DC on Instagram. Yeah. Everyone should go follow you, um, learn some secrets about social media <laughs> from you. Um, and yeah, I, I love what you're doing. Really encourage you to continue educating, not just pre-chiropractic students, but the public mm-hmm. about chiropractic. I think we all need to learn how to do that better. So I'm really glad that you're um, sharing how to do that. And thank uh, you. other than Instagram, um, anything else you want people to go see or follow you? or?
1: No, not really. I mean, that that's going to be the account that I think most of your listeners would be most interested in following. So thank you so much, Dr. Cashin, for giving me this opportunity. I hope that I've provided some helpful information for your for your listeners
0: i hope you enjoyed that interview with brooks caden head known as destination dc on instagram please go give her a follow as well as the other instagrammers and youtubers that we mentioned and hit me up with your handle your social media profile if you'd like to have it shared on the blog um, if you're also sharing your journey through chiropractic school or even pre-chiropractic school I would also greatly appreciate it if you head on over to Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, wherever you listen to your podcasts and drop a few stars and leave me a review. Let me know what you would like to hear on the podcast. Um, Give me some feedback on audio quality, on the format. I'm always trying to improve this and make it valuable for my listeners. You can follow me on social media at Exploring Cairo on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, uh, and on YouTube. And if you'd like to be notified of when these episodes come out, head on over to exploringchiropractic.com. Sign up for my email list. I promise I won't spam you. Just want to let you know when episodes come out and when I have more content that I'm producing ready, which I'm preparing and, and getting to in the next few weeks. Coming up in the next episode, I interviewed Dr. Anthony Nicholson of Chiropractic Development International down in Australia, uh, a continuing education provider with a heavy focus on urology and orthopedics. And I think just the best online continuing education for chiropractors that is available today. And as always, if you have a direct question or recommendation of a future guest, please send me an email, contact at chiropractic.com. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you in the next episode.